passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. And welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King. We have a very special edition of the show for you guys today, as it is our 15-year anniversary over at AuburnUndercover.com. We've got a special promo running on the site. If you guys want to know how we got our start, there's also a story up on the site, as well as we're celebrating 15 years of Auburn coverage for you guys. But on the podcast today, we wanted to bring in um, the people who made it happen, those who uh, those who brought Auburn Undercover to life, and kind of get them to tell you guys the story of how our uh, how our website came to be. So, without further ado, I am going to turn it over to them, and you guys enjoy the show. Awesome, thanks, Nathan. Uh, hello, everybody. War Eagle to you. Uh, flashback, big time. Nathan just said 15 years. I I, I went right there to 2008, and I was like, oh my goodness, uh, a lot of fun. A lot has changed since then, but. Uh, Anyway, hello. So I'm Scott, Scott Brown. Uh, I was the original kind of editor for Ronnie and this whole group. That's Ronnie down there. I think you guys still know Mr. I know him as Ronnie, but he has gotten he's gotten uh, very professional in his old age. And he's now Ron. It's a little hard for me to do that, but it's okay. Um, Got Philip as well. We all know who Mr. Philip Marshall is. And then Jamie. So uh, Jamie's the guy who used to write my paycheck. So uh, hi, Jamie. Thanks. Took me to dinner a couple times. Uh, used to talk to Miss Tony a whole bunch. I was just looking at the old website, made me think of it. So, but anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, it's exciting to talk to everybody again. Get the whole band back together and and just see what we've been up to, what we are, what we're looking forward to, and just kind of hear some stories about how it all began. Um, and since. The two guys that started it um, are here. Let's let's hear from Ronnie and Jamie. Like, you know, 
what 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 popped in whose brain first to make this baby happen? Well, I had worked with a guy at Florida. His name is Bob Redman, and he was working at Gator Country. And Gator Country uh, and a group of other sites had left uh, Scout and had joined uh, what was going to be uh, an ESPN network called Team. And um, so I was working at Southern Miss. This is after I left Florida. And I uh, was coaching uh, Jamie's son, John. Uh, he, was a, he was a walk-on kicker at Southern Miss. And um, so, I, you know, I, I heard about the network and um, had talked to some people there. And so I needed some investors. Um, and so um, I knew that John's dad was uh, in business on, on the golf and, um, you know, reached out. And I think I wore him, I think I wore him down. He finally, <laughs> he finally gave in. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Uh, you know, me and Ronnie uh, with this opportunity was uh, as an entrepreneur uh, on the coast in Mississippi, Biloxi, uh, was very intriguing to me. And uh, Ronnie and I and his wife, and my wife met at a restaurant I owned in Ocean Springs. And uh, he, uh, it didn't take a lot of talking to convince me. I just needed to understand the business model. And so uh, one thing led to another, and Ronnie started educating me about the team with ESPN uh, arrangement, and I thought it was very intriguing. And uh, so, but I, I, I needed somebody to run the operation. And so I created a company called Impact Sports, and uh, – we were fortunate enough to uh, entice Ronnie to leave his coaching career and come work with us, me, and basically head up Impact Sports. So uh, that was step one to get Ronnie on board. And then so Ronnie said, well, you know, we can get a number of sites, uh, but let's Let's focus on one or two initially. And I said, okay, good. What do you recommend? And he said, uh, he, uh, he knew uh, Philip well. And he said, uh, I think uh, Auburn would be a perfect fit. So um, Ronnie reached out to Philip. Philip and I had a couple of conversations on the phone, me and he and Ronnie. And then Philip made the trip down to Biloxi to, uh, have lunch with, with, with me and, and Ronnie at a little restaurant I call Burger Burger. And uh, uh, I think timing was right. Philip knew that uh, the paper was uh, on the decline and the internet was where things were headed. So um, we were able to uh, offer Philip uh, an opportunity to make the move and uh, not go back financially in his career. And uh, it worked well. Uh, then we started looking at uh, other sites. I think we had Florida State, Oregon, LSU, mm -hmm. uh, Ole Miss State. Uh, I think we had an Alabama site, Ronnie. I can't remember. Yep. Yeah. Scott, you were all involved with it too. So. You know, once we got things rolling, and um, but I, I do remember 
Okay, when Philip came in, uh, he was uh, he was hesitant because mm -hmm. you know he and I were up in age at that time. Well, not up in age; we were in our fifties. <laughs> we were young, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, but the the key to success of Auburn Undercover was was Philip. All right, without without any hesitancy. Um, and so we owe uh, Auburn Undercover to the success in still in, exi in its existence because of Philip. So with that, let's hear from Philip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Jamie. Uh, I know. Here's what I, I remember getting the call from Scott, who I did not know, and. The first words I remember out of his mouth were, how, how would you like to work for ESPN? <laughs> That's right. Yep. And I thought, well, I know for certain ESPN doesn't want my mug on TV, so we're not <laughs> going to about that. Uh, and so we talked about it, and he kind of told me what was going on. And uh, and then and my memory's a little foggy, but uh, – I remember having a couple of phone conversations with Ronnie after that. And uh, uh, and I was intrigued. I was nervous about it, but I was intrigued because I, I was really happy at the Huntsville Times and I liked my job. And, uh, and, and to be bluntly honest at that time, you know, people in the newspaper business didn't exactly look at these websites as, yeah. as, uh, as, very fondly, but I also knew that people were getting bought out left and right. That the newspaper business was undergoing radical change, and uh, as you can see today, since it's about almost non-existent, uh, and so maybe I ought to consider it. And uh, so I, as as Jamie said, I went down to Biloxi and met with him and Ronnie and. Uh, we talked for a long time, and I, I believe I told them I would let them know. But I, I came home and talked to my wife about it and did some research and thought that I was uh, – because I was, I guess, 58, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to do anything risky. And uh, I decided that it wasn't that risky. What I didn't know was that the economy was about to go in, mm -hmm. in, in the crapper. Uh, but uh, anyway, so – I decided to do it, and so it began, and I didn't have any idea what I was doing. In my opinion, at the time, I thought I was just going to do the same thing that I've always done, and uh, I had a little bit of internet experience from AL.com, which was a different thing then, obviously, than it is now, and I, I did a blog every day and those kinds of things, but but mostly, mostly I was just a newspaper guy. You did... You did uh, you did your work, you wrote your stories, and then you started working on the next day. And it took me a while to, uh, to understand that that's not the way the Internet business works, uh, that you needed to be uh, current and live. You needed, you needed to do stuff all day long. And then there was the message board, which I was completely clueless about. <laughs> and did not understand its importance 
Somebody had to tell me, hey, you need to link your stories on the message board. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I was just trying to write stories. Well, that did it. As time went on, I figured it out. But I also figured out, and then this is uh, not aimed at anybody personally, but that ESPN was clueless when it came to websites. And I, I guess my main memory is we had the story first that Gene Chizik had interviewed at Auburn. And then we had uh, then we had the story first that he had been hired. And ESPN gave other people credit for it. And when I raised hell about it, uh, I was told that I still needed to prove myself. And you might imagine that I didn't take that very well. But uh, but anyway, as time went on, I, you know, I think we had a lot of good fortune. Which some of it was bad fortune for other people. I mean, the very first year, uh, uh, Auburn was picked to win the West going into the season, and then the wheels came off, and uh, and Tommy Tuberville ended up resigning at the end of the season, and then Chiswick, and then uh, the whole Cam Newton uh, saga. I think we established early on that uh, that we kind of knew what was going on and uh which wasn't what was often being reported what was going on and uh and i think we 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 got a lot of traction from that but uh but i you know in the end it's different it's obviously different uh than than the old newspaper business but it still comes down to doing good work and to being uh and to be believable and for people to believe you know what you're talking about and uh, and and working hard. And that's uh, long, many years ago when I got into the newspaper business, and I was clueless then too, by the way. Uh, uh, completely. You had a good, you had a good role model. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, had, I had had no intention of, of following in his footsteps. And, uh, but as the, uh, but I figured out early on, I said, hey, I can't, I can't wish myself into being a better writer, but I can work, but I have control over how hard I work at it. And that's kind of been my, that's kind of been my approach really for all these years. And uh, I don't work as hard now as I used to, Jamie, I'll tell you that. But, uh, but still it's, uh, <laughs> it, it turned out great for me, uh, uh, great for my family. And uh, it's uh, I wouldn't change any of it. Hey, uh, Philip, uh, at our age, you get paid for what you know, not so much what you do. Yeah, no, Jamie, that's that's exactly right. Because, you know, Philip was mentioning AL.com. You know, that's I was a sports producer at AL.com. So that's how. You know, Philip and I did not know each other personally. I would email him and I'd get his stuff and I'd make sure it went on AL.com. And it was in a very different day where 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 we still had to put computer code in there. I mean, that that's what how old AL.com was at the time and how old school it was. But that get, getting Philip on board was was paramount. And, and just for what you said, you get paid for what you know. And, and when Ronnie and I were talking before all of this got going, after you talked to Ronnie and things were, the wheels on the bus were definitely moving. 
you know, it, it was clear. It's, it's got to be Philip. You know, if we're going to stand up, let's go ahead and stand up as strong as we can in the marketplace and bring somebody who's going to, you know, who, who has, who has, you know, a cash with them, you know, who, who has a large reputation and we can kind of help build off of. Cause the whole, the whole ESPN thing was, you know, that was definitely the carrot. And they, I think they did that with all of us, you know, back, back then, nothing ESPN touched didn't turn to gold except for ESPN mobile, right? Their, their phones, everything else they touched turned to gold three and four times over. And, uh, you know, it became an extremely loose relationship. We, we basically got to use their logo with the word affiliate, a slap, you know, mm-hmm. next to it. And, you know, promises of, of them putting our writers on, um, you know, which for the peak before the, before the economy tanked, when I was still with everybody, I think we had, we had four sites. We were getting ready to get to six. Um, you know, they, we were supposed to have daily. We we're supposed to have guys on on the daily segments, and, and you know, it never really quite worked that way. So, you know, I, I, I definitely applaud this crew for for stepping out of maybe their initial comfort zone. Because yeah, to get Philip, you know, it took you know, like you said, Jamie, you didn't. He's well established. You didn't want him to go backwards, right? And he he oh. was concerned oh, he about a that. risk. So, you know, yeah. we had to. You guys had to make it right. And I remember those uh, the times in between his decision when we were trying to figure out, you know, exactly which way it was going to go and, and how yeah. we could get it done. But, you know, I, I'm glad it worked. And, you know, obviously yeah, but, I, I still, I'm still right. here. I'm still an avid user of the site. I know plenty of people who are avid users of the site. Uh, I, you know, I talked to Nathan. I know the new guys. I know the old guys. It's, you know, it it's turned out really well. Let me say this. Let me say this. There were a lot of people, a lot of people other than me who, who contributed to getting this thing going. Ronnie obviously being the obvious one, but Ronnie, all the, all the people who worked for me, for us, uh, all, all made contributions. And, uh, uh, and it was a learning experience. You know, their work at right now, I mean, what it's become is, Websites are what it what it is. I mean, whether it's us or al.com or or the New Orleans paper or whatever, it's a website. And uh, uh, but most of us didn't have that much experience, if any, in, in that kind of business. And it was a it was a learning process that went on for a good while. And uh, uh, I, I take some pride. I always have in my ability to adapt, uh, but it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. Ronnie and I had some, shall I say, spirited conversations. <laughs> the one I remember the most, the one that's most vivid, as Becky and I were in Charleston, South Carolina, and I had gone up to see. Well, we were we were still uh, we weren't married yet, but we were we were basically engaged and. Um, Ellis Johnson had invited me up there mm-hmm. and um, he was actually not in town, but he said, uh, I'll put you up in a hotel. Y'all just come up here. Y'all come up here and enjoy yourselves. So um, he comped us a room because we didn't have any money. And um, he comped us a room. And, and I remember standing there in the hotel room, Philip called, and I don't even remember what, what it was about, but he was not a happy camper. And he raised his voice and I raised my voice. And before you know it now, we were going at each other. <laughs> <laughs> but but we you know over time i think what happened is you know uh 
we learned how to work together and uh, developed, I think, at least on my end, a deep respect. Um, Absolutely. 100%. And we, you know, we, we figured it out. Uh, and I didn't realize, I guess, how important I, I knew about, uh, you know, rivals and scout and all that stuff. But I, I still, I don't think I comprehended how important the message board community was. And, um, you know, that became, you know, really once you're, you know, the, the, the board is, um, you know, it, it's great to break news. You got to break news, but you also need people talking about it. And I think that's, that's one thing that we, we struggled with initially, but, um, you know, we had a core group of guys that followed Philip over from AL.com. And as we grew, uh, some of those guys left because they, they kind of, they kind of viewed it as their own personal message board. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, but no, it's been a great ride. I mean, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been an, an interesting and exciting 15 years. I think the community aspect of it is the hardest thing for someone who hasn't done it before. And it probably not as hard now because people are just more accustomed to it. Uh, but for us, it was, uh, I mean, people could comment on my blog or my stories on, on, uh, AL.com, but, uh, but I wasn't expected to interact with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't part of the deal. So, uh, uh, so be, being able to do that, uh, and understanding how important that was, it was a learning, it was a process. It was a, it was a significant process that I was honestly not prepared for. And, uh, uh, but we got there and, uh, uh, I think it's remarkable what, uh, with the help of a whole lot of people, I mean, I, I don't think anybody would argue that we are, uh, as strong in the Auburn market as anybody, if not stronger. Uh, I mean, AL.com is always going to have the, the, the biggest numbers, but I think that, uh, I think people view us as the as the number one place to go for to, to know what's going on at Auburn, and that that's because of a lot of people, not just because of me. Well, you know, you and all you guys talk it brings back a lot of memories to me, and uh, good memories. Okay, uh, this is probably one of the most sexiest ventures that I have <laughs> pursued. Okay. Uh, of course, you know, I'm uh, fond of football and sports. And so, uh, but uh, Ronnie was, Ronnie was the key. If I hadn't landed, if we hadn't, uh, we had, Ronnie, hadn't come, Ronnie and I hadn't come to grips on, on, on terms, um, this wouldn't be, okay? Because he was the liaison. He knew the industry. Okay, the coaches and and then who were the beat writers? And, uh, you know, I just sat back and followed his lead. Uh, so it was sexy. I remember uh, when my son Southern Ryan and were playing at Auburn, at, at Auburn, I brought a whole box of uh, Auburn undercover business cards. I went to every men's bathroom and put a card <laughs> in the urinal. Okay. <laughs> Every urinal. Okay. I was so excited about Auburn Undercover because 
you know, I knew I had Ronnie's, Ronnie had my back, Scott had my back, and, but Philip was the, the face of it in the, in, in the boots of it. And so it was encouraging. But, but if I hadn't ever convinced Ronnie, and Ronnie, you know, you had second thoughts, you know, where would you be today? You'd still be in the coaching uh, industry, a career. And uh, so, you know, good Lord takes care of good people. That's right. And I can honestly say he took care of all four of us. I, and I'm so happy that I was part of the beginning to be able to give you guys uh, a stable life and uh, something you can raise your families on. And so I'm proud of that. Yep. Well, we, and I, I appreciate that. I mean, I, you know, we, um, you know, I, I uh, you know, I, I thought you, you know, I had talked to some other people, but when, when I first sat down with you, I thought, you know, this is, if I can get him to say yes, this is, this is where we're going. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, honored. I'm honored, Ronnie. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, Jamie, you talk about Ronnie knowing people. Yeah. That's... And more coaches than anybody I have ever known. Yeah. Yeah. The that's what I was going to say. The only one that's close to you, Ronnie, is Kevin Steele. Yeah, he yeah. probably he knows everybody. That's Kevin Steele about some some uh, unknown coach, and he says, "Oh yeah, he's this, that, the other." And he was like, "Whenever Auburn, whenever Auburn made like staff changes, Ronnie always heard about it. Always, he always knew." Yeah, and uh, uh, and that played a great deal too. In the in that. For a long time, every, every time Auburn hired an assistant coach, we had it first, and that that was more. A lot of times, my name was on it, but it was actually more because of Ronnie than because of me. And uh, uh, it, it was fun. It's still fun, but it was really fun in those days. It was it was uh, it's the only time I've ever been part of of you know when you go. I I worked for several different newspapers, but none of them started off with zero well i guess they started off but when i got there none of them had zero subscriptions so uh. <laughs> with linkedin jobs we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need marketing wizards found them software engineers found that project manager i could never seem to hire and found LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash decide. That's linkedin.com slash decide. Terms and conditions apply. Are you a fan of mystery and adventure? Introducing June's Journey, the captivating free-to-play mobile game that will ignite your inner detective. Play as June Parker in a thrilling murder mystery adventure as you search for hidden objects to uncover the truth behind her sister's death. Step into the glamorous world of the Roaring Twenties with stunningly illustrated scenes and over a thousand mysteries to unravel. With new chapters added weekly, you'll never run out of clues to chase and suspects to interrogate. Plus, you can build your own island escape with beautiful gardens and buildings and even join a detective club to collaborate with other players. Experience the thrill of being a detective and unravel the mystery in June's Journey. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. I, re 
I remember uh, going up to the uh, SEC media days one year, and oh yeah, here's Ronnie got us in the in 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 Tuberville's, uh, uh hotel room, sitting there talking with him on the couch one on one. Okay, I think we met with Nick too, uh, Saban too, didn't we? Did, yeah, you met yeah, with we Nick. Sit down one on one with Nick too. Okay, and I, uh, I protest now. I'm the one that got you in there with Tuberville, not Ronnie. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, thank you. Well, I was impressed, Philip. I was impressed. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, well, we walked in the room. We, we, I think we met in his hotel room, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, we did. yeah. And we walked in the room, and, and I hadn't seen Tommy in a, in a couple of years, and he didn't even know I was involved. I actually felt, you know, and I walked in. He says, Well, hey, Ryan, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to fill him in, but yeah. it was. It, it was good. It, it was it was truly fun, and uh, uh, and that that's as I said earlier, that's one of the great blessings of my life is that is that my job has been in many ways my hobby. It's been what I enjoy. Uh, it's uh, I haven't dreaded going to work, and it's it's been that. Now there were times early on. That I wondered what in the hell I was thinking. I, I won't deny that. <laughs> yeah, I think we both were. At 58 years of old, Philip, yeah, you'd have second thoughts a lot of times. <laughs> but uh, I think Jamie had some second thoughts. I remember us getting on a plane and going to, to Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, to yeah. meet the team guys, right? Yeah. What's that? To meet the team guys, that core group of ESPN affiliates. Right. We went up to yeah. see Lee Shear, who had started Bucknuts and who kind of headed up the whole team thing. And we go and go toward the Bucknuts. You know, they had several people working for them at that point in time. And I remember we get on, we get back on the plane and I looked at Jamie and I said, well, what do you think? And he said, I think we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we did. And we did. You know, we did. But I think I, that's, go ahead, Jamie. I went to a meeting with, up in New York with to meet Lee was a guy with Bucknuts. Yes. Yeah, he and I went up to meet with ESPN up in New York. And you know when I left there, and I'll still say this today, I think he soured that deal with the ESPN. He was he was the one that uh, I didn't like his uh, negotiation tactics, and I, I think he was the one that spoiled the whole venture with ESPN, all of us. You know, and I, I'm not, you know, I remember when, when uh, Shannon Terry, you know, he sold Rivals uh, mm -hmm. and then had a three-year non-compete and started 24-7. Uh, but I remember, when, you know, when I met with Shannon, um, they had offered him, uh, or he had, he had had discussions with ESPN about starting a network. Um, and I think that what it came down to is Shannon wanted full control for X amount of years and ESPN really wasn't willing to do that. And I think, you know, and he, he could probably clarify some of this, but he, uh, if I remember right, it, it, his comment to me was, you know, they don't really know anything about team sites. They know all about sports and, you know, TV and all this stuff, but they don't really know anything about team sites. And, um, you know, Shannon was bound and determined when his non-compete was finished in March of that year, he was going to start a new network. Of course, uh, you know, we launched um, – we went live on 24-7 in August of 2010, I guess. Um, but, it, it, you know, he, he started immediately building a network and uh, it, structurally, you know, hiring engineers and all that stuff. But we were, you know, within a year on 24-7, I mean, we were we were much further ahead on 24-7 than we ever were on on uh, ESPN. I mean, the, 
the right. sites that we had with, with ESPN were, there was no common database. We had to do everything. Um, yeah. And then, and Philip, when we hired, you know, when we hired Philip, it was just, it was Scott and me and Philip. And that was it. Um, and mostly Philip. <laughs> he was the face and all that stuff. We didn't have a recruiting person. Uh, we didn't have, an, we didn't have another, another helper. Um, and like, like Philip says, we were, we were fortunate that, you know, we had some good news uh, and Philip broke almost all of it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, 2013 was, was, uh, you know, after Chiswick was fired uh, and they hired Malazan, I think we broke out of the nine assistant coach hires. I think we broke eight of them. So um, we would have had Malazan too at the Arkansas state uh, mm -hmm. website, not had it first. We would have. Ronnie, I remember going to Birmingham, and you and I went and met with Paul Fombaugh at his uh, yes. radio station studio, okay? And then we went out to dinner with him, okay? Because yeah. we really, you, you, you know, you, you were cultivating, you know, as much as uh, um, support uh, from other media that we could get for uh, Auburn Undercover and, 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 and uh it, that was that was uh, very educational to me. Okay, uh, but you know it goes back. You know, you need to go see somebody. Call Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie will make it happen. <laughs> well, I, I, the fine bomb thing was. You know, Paul and I had been friends for for a long time. Uh, Philip and Paul were not such good friends for for a long time. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> so we we eventually came to an agreement that. Uh, you know, I, I would go on, on Paul's show. Uh, I was going to say, it was you or me. <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up working out. He uh, he ended up helping us, actually. He, he, he promoted the site and yep. all that stuff. So, yeah. So, it was very good. It was great memories, guys. I'm glad I was along for the ride. Yep. I can't thank uh, the three of you guys enough, uh, for including me. Okay. I didn't add much to the, much to the, bring much to the table, but uh, you brought the money. You brought the money. Yeah. <laughs> Scott actually had some some kind of a grasp on what we were trying to do, and I think I drove him crazy because I'd work all day long and get stories and stuff and all that stuff, and then seven o'clock in the morning I'd put it all on there. <laughs> yeah, all 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 at once. <laughs> but maybe and that's the way I'd always done it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I, I, like I said, I think I about drove him crazy. No, uh, it's all good. I was gonna say earlier when you you guys were talking about that, and I'm just sitting here looking at the looking at the podcast, the podcast screen, right? And like this, uh, I, I started work for Paul. That's how I met Ronnie. Then I went to AL.com. You know, and Jamie, this kind of, you know, Auburn undercover really got me going. Like from there on, I've been I, I've been going. So that's really where everything did start with me. But just looking at it now, like what we've really done, I think with Philip and Ronnie, and then they're still doing it now with the the podcast is they innovate and we innovate. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we're talking about the internet in 2008. Look what we're doing now. It's already drastically different than than what we all started with. And I and Ronnie, you you gotta give yourself a little more credit than that. You knew about the message boards because you were all over me about the message boards. And similar to Philip, I didn't really like them, 
it's not I didn't want to live in them. I would lurk in them as a, as a viewer, but I didn't I didn't want to live in them. I didn't necessarily enjoy um, hopping in there and, and, and seating them or having some of the arguments, but I knew it needed to happen. But the blend of the inside knowledge that on the coaching carousel front that we would get with the tradition of Philip and what he brought. I think that's how we innovated the team site game. And, you know, it was kind of tried, you know, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. And we even tried to do it ourselves on a couple other properties and it didn't quite go as well. Um, and then some other owners have tried it too. And it didn't quite, you know, it went even, it didn't, it didn't go as well there too. So um, I think the biggest know, I, difference was not to interrupt Scott, but I think the no, biggest difference was um, I'm not sure, you know, I'm going to call any names, but I think we hired a few guys, Jamie, that didn't, didn't work quite as hard as Philip. That's um, correct. That's correct. And also they also right. weren't as innovative and driven to succeed as Philip was. And mm-hmm. the one thing that, that I think, back to Scott's point, I think the one thing we've always done is try to be innovative and try to do something different. And that was Philip's, was always Philip's mantra. And kind of, I picked the thing up too, is, you know, let's be different. What are we doing? When we pull up our, our front page every day, what are we doing to be different than everybody else? Because, you know, we're also, you know, we're trying to sell subscriptions. Uh, yeah. We want to drive traffic. We want to get people on the site. Um, but, you know, how do we, how do we sell subscriptions? And you got to do something different than, and give people something different than they're getting everywhere else. If you go to a press conference and write the same thing that's on AL.com, people can get that for free. So yeah. you know, how are we going to be different? And Philip did a really, really great job of uh, helping us be different. And you know, you stop and think about it. It's a tough business model. Okay. You gotta, you know, you're trying to, uh, be different, like Ronnie said, think outside the box, to entice somebody to pay a monthly fee to just listen to you, okay? Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, it's, uh, it's an interesting business model. And every day starts a new day because they forget what yesterday was. They want to know what today is. And I think that's what uh, Philip and Scott Ronnie, y'all were able to, uh, are still doing, okay? Because uh, that's a tough, tough sell, guys. You know, especially with today's economy and and uh, it, it's 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 a hard business model. But it was it was super hard when we started. Well, yeah. you know, we thought it was going to be hard, and then we had you know the the economic downturn. If I remember right, we had the oil spill in the Gulf, and we had Katrina. Yeah. And it was just kind of boom, boom, one thing after another. And, you know, it was, it was tough, tough sledding there for, for a couple of years. And sure was. When, yeah. we, when we did the deal with 24 seven and Shannon Terry, you know, it was, um, you know, I, I, it was, it, you know, the fact that he started a new network um, and the, the economic downturn and the fact that he had experience doing this before um, was huge for us. And he really, um, you know, he, he kept harping to me, uh, even after, uh, we moved over, Hey, message board, message board, message board. Um, and at the end of the day, it was, it was Philip and, and, you know, for, for all the, the, uh, Philip not saying he didn't know about the message board and didn't like it. Um, <laughs> he's he, in there. 
he has become addicted, I think, over the past yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's going a little far. Uh, <laughs> but, You're in uh, there. Your fingers do the talking. You're in there. Oh, I'm in there a lot. And uh but I think that's it. I think that's let me just put it this way. It's not because I think it's great fun to be in there. Uh I think it's important to be in there. And uh and also I think it's important to uh to keep it under some semblance of control. Uh I think we finally about broken people from talking about politics on on the message board, but uh uh but I think it's important to make it comfortable for everybody. Uh and I think it's important to I mean I hate saying this, but it's more important probably than uh, than the stories we write. It's probably the most important thing of all. I no it, yeah, it's massively important. I envision it because you know I'm not involved in it, but kind of like an IV in your arm, that constant constant drip, time constant drip, and. And, and monitoring what's going on, it's uh, it's it's intriguing. I have a good friend who's a retired sports writer who reads our site all the time, and he he told me he said he said I tell myself I'm going to stop doing it. He said, but I just can't stay off that message board. <laughs> and uh, and I think that's true of a lot of people. Yeah, it's addictive. Yeah, I had a friend actually message me yesterday. Um, private messaged me on the on Auburn cover and he said uh and we actually worked together when we were students at Auburn he uh he had watched our our podcast from a couple of days ago and said you know you you're the same as you were I said I don't know about that but he said uh but he's he's on the message board all the time and um I think that you know that's people kind of you know they they get uh they get comfortable and it becomes their community um, I think that was on the message board Ronnie because I remember reading it so okay uh, but uh but yeah it's been uh it's hard to believe it's been 15 years to be honest with you uh, uh but it's uh it's been fun it's changed of course it always changes things always change and uh uh we had some good people that that helped us out and we hired some people who uh weren't so helpful <laughs> to, put it, to put it kindly <laughs> but uh but but we uh we kept at it and uh and it's very it's very rewarding to see where it is today and we we did we did cycle through some guys i mean we'd hire somebody and yeah hope to get tired of them or or uh they piss him off or you know <laughs> yeah yeah but, I'm not going to mention any names, so. Uh, but we had a lot of good people too. A lot of people did a lot of good stories, and uh, uh, most of them uh, had issues with uh, you couldn't get them on the message board enough. That was one thing. Uh, but uh, but we had, we had like, I've had a lot of help. We've had a lot of help. It's been. Uh, but uh, it's it's been a uh, like I said a rewarding experience to see where it is now, and uh, uh, hopefully it will stay that way for a long time after I'm gone. Well, that's just what I was going to ask, Philip. Thanks for leading us there, Ronnie. 
what do the next 15 years look like? Philip, what do the next 15 look like for you? For me? Yeah. What are you guys doing the next 15 years? I just, what are we I just be? hope I get 15 more years, Scott. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you 15. I'm, I'm going to give you 15. You got 15, Philip. 15 more years of living. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Uh, look, I, I, I'm close. I, I'm getting close to the end. Anybody knows that. I, you, my wife tells me constantly, you can't work forever. Uh, but my problem is I don't know what I'm going to do when I don't. And uh, uh, But other than that, uh, for however long I, I last at Auburn Undercover, then you know, I had a wonderful wife and kids and grandkids and uh uh i got i got three grandkids and a son and daughter-in-law that live in pennsylvania that i don't see nearly as much as i'd like to uh so just hopefully live long enough to uh just spend more time with family and probably before too long welcome some great grandkids nice that's when you know you're old you have great grandkids <laughs> well, fellas, let's just hope they put a, a statue or a plaque up on campus for us. <laughs> okay, Philip, Philip, see if you can make that happen, okay, Philip? I, I believe that's above my pay grade. I don't believe <laughs> Pull in anybody you got to do. You pull in Tuberville, and damn, you can make this happen. Okay? <laughs> damn, let's, I tell you what we do. Let's get one made. Uh, and put it up. And go put it up. That's Absolutely exactly right. Correct. Yeah, find out that's, find, Philip. Find out that's uh, permissible. No, you can't. You can't. You can't erect stuff on campus. I know that answer. They would. You know, we used to want to try to sell subscriptions at, at, yep. at games. Yeah. You, can't, you can't do stuff like yeah. that. We'll, I used we'll to go around, like, much like Jamie. I used to go around and and uh, I would put. I got some of those cards. We had them all made, and yeah. I'd go around before before games and. Put them on windshields. I counted out thousands and thousands and thousands of cars. <laughs> hey, Philip, we'll, we'll nail it to a, a telephone pole. Uh, they can't touch that. You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, well hey, th this has been really fun, and, uh, and it's great talking to you guys again. And, uh, Jamie, I, I say this every time I come down there that I'm going to call you. Please do. To Biloxi, yeah. and uh, I told my wife's got the greatest hamburger place in the world. Oh, yeah, everybody's got to come to Burger Burger when they come to Biloxi. Okay? Absolutely, it's a must must do. Okay, absolutely. Uh, but you know what, fellas, I'm looking at the three y'all, I'm very proud of what we did. Okay, I'm very very proud. And again, I'm just thanks for bringing me along with. You. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for believing in all of us. Yeah. 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 The one thing, the one thing that's certain, Jamie, is this never would have gotten off the ground without you. That's true. Well, guys, uh, thanks for saying that, but that's uh, hard for me to believe. It's uh, I'm pointing at Ronnie. Ronnie was the one. That, well, <laughs> Ronnie made it happen. Okay? I, I couldn't have done it alone, certainly, and and um, you know I needed somebody to believe in me, and and I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Well, good people attract good people. Okay. All right, my friends. Well, guys, thanks. Thanks for getting on. I really appreciate we it. We should do this on an annual basis. Absolutely. Let's, there you go. Let's do it. Just so we can see, y'all can see how much older we get. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> right. I'm going to call you next time I'm down there, Jamie. <laughs> right, please, Ronnie, please. Okay. I can get you a VIP uh, 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 pass. Okay. Uh, free buffet, free free valet parking. It's all you need. Okay. No, I'm serious. I, I can help you all in a lot of ways. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, Scott, it's always a pleasure seeing you. You, you as well, Jamie. Your wife and family for me. Same, uh, Philip. Uh, I cherish the, the friendship. And uh, I'm glad we all helped each other with a better life. Okay? Take a look at your families for me. That means a lot to me. Okay? You too, Jamie. Okay. Thank you, right. Jamie. All right. See you all later. See you guys. Bye-bye. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.